You're listening to Movie Sucktastic. Welcome, everybody, to the first and only Avatar-specific episode of Movie Sucktastic. That's right. That's right. Uh, we uh, just got back from seeing it, and uh, we didn't give up the glasses. No, like they, no. uh Like they suggest. You know what? If I'm paying $12 for the movie, I'm not giving you my fucking glasses. They, they, they call just it, not doing it. They call it go green and recycle your glasses. What they mean is give them so we can sell them again. Yeah, sterilize them, put them back in plastic. Sterilize that, them. That that's sterilize them. That that's the you know uh, the trick that they sterilize them and then they put them in fresh new plastic and then it makes it look like it's uh, you know oh these are brand new these are right out of the manufacturer. We gonna no. fall for it? No, no. I'm gonna need real glasses in about two hours though, so we have to finish this quick. The the key to that was that we actually paid money to see this because. Of the lovely traffic on the entire ride to the theater, we had no time to get into a potential fight to you know fight for our free. We passes. still we still have free passes from the Saw premiere, which had five minutes of no sound, right? Because the uh, the film flipped, slipped out of the gate, right? So we got or, there, or as they said, there was an outage. Yeah, we pretty much got there as the movie or the trailers, I should say. The movie started at one. We got there at one. So instead of going through jumping through hoops. To get our passes, we just we, paid. We just paid. So, so, but this isn't about you and me. No, it's different. Mind. It's this is about Avatar. This is correct. We've been dying to see this because there's all been all indication that this was going to be the sarcastic mega bomb that four hundred million for. dollars, which they've now admitted to. They've been denying it the whole time. Well, it keeps jumping up and down from two hundred million. The funny thing is, I read a, I read a trivia thing online where it said that ten years ago he didn't make it because the estimated cost of the special effects at that time would have been four hundred million. <laughs> Thankfully, he waited. Yeah. You know what? After seeing it, there was not one good reason why I thought this movie should have been in three D. There was just nothing that just jumped out at me to say, you know what? Well, it's all, this needed to be in 3D. It's all pretty and all. I mean, it, it was, was now, as far as the visuals go, absolutely gorgeous. Now, this is my first time seeing this 3D. I I I, I went to IMAX way back when it right. first came out, and but this is my first time using the real D 3D imaging, right. and I got to say, it's it's great. It's it's probably as close as they'll ever get the perfect 3D. Yes, short of just plugging no, yourself I, I, in the back of the head, which is due out in 2016. Oh, by the sweet. way. All right, the economy should just be coming right about Just about time. Yeah. I'm, I'm saving up. That's my retirement. Oh, nice. Just plug in and All lock right. in a closet. Duh. I'm taking the red pill. Or is it the blue one? I don't remember. Just take both, see what happens. <laughs> so we, we just came back from the viewing a sem- uh, Avatar. I knew neither one of us were going to get more than 10 minutes into this wearing those glasses. Yeah, you know what? It just it's hurt my eyes. Uh, it's, it's, it's sitting through two hours and 40 minutes of that. 
two hours and 43 yeah. minutes of that. You're right. Ugh. So for anybody who's new to this planet, right. uh, who's been living under a rock for the past three years, Avatar is the story of a Civil War veteran who ends up being befriended by the Indians and actually fighting on their side against the South. <laughs> what? Uh, actually, it's uh, it's it's many hundreds of years. In the- oh, wait, I get where you're going. Well, am I wrong? No. Uh, the entire time we watched this movie... Oh, wait a minute. No, I'm sorry. I got it wrong. This is about uh, an old frontiersman and retired general who goes to Japan to help fight the samurais, but ends up being recruited and learning their ways and fighting against the American armies, right? <sighs> nope. No? Is- nope. Was, was it about the Scots, Scotsman that leads uh, a ragtag group of, uh, against the English armies? No one said this was an original idea. That was, that's the thing. Uh, w- anything that I've read about it said it was part uh, Last Samurai. It was part oh, that's Dances, Dances with Wolves. I've been reading that a lot. That uh, if you combine Dances with Wolves and The Last Samurai, you'd get Avatar, but in the future with Blue people. What they really mean is if you use plot number seven... Yeah, and add special yeah. effects, you get this movie. You know, and 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 one of the things that Cameron has been uh, getting a lot of flack for is actually that the plot isn't original at all. It's four hundred million dollar unoriginal idea, and yeah, we you've been working on it for the last four years, and it's twelve years since you made Titanic. Nobody cares. Now, I will at least de- I didn't care. I will defend Cameron. When okay. you're dumping this much money into the special effects, mm-hmm. so let's just keep the plot as lean and simple as possible, and let's concentrate on the on the, the visuals. Sure, I agree, I agree with that. Now this is what saved them, because they held originally there was an embargo on reviews. He had a screening Correct. for a select number of real critics, yep, and with the condition that they would not review the film until Monday. However, several of them liked the film. And figured, well, he's not going to sue us for giving a positive review. Early. And so they yeah. started leaking the, the positive reviews out. And then since, since they was getting the positive feedback from these early reviews, they jumped right on the bandwagon yep. and ran with it. So that's, that's what gave them the impetus to go through with that. Yeah, and, you know, what was it? I don't think it was more than maybe three, four months ago where we found out that the movie, they... 20th Century Fox said, no, 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 no. This movie is actually costing the range of $250 million. And then it was a, It was like a Time Magazine article, and they said $300 million, and yeah, they, and they came out and said, no, no, that was a misprint. It was a misprint. Because that happens all the time with yeah, Time Magazine. They said it was going to be like 350 to 400 and they said, no, 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 that's a misprint. And then all of a sudden, they get these good reviews that they weren't supposed to get early, but they did, and they said, guess what? It's actually around 380. I, I I'm watching the news like yesterday morning. I say, this budget was $380 million, yep. and possibly even more, which means that the, the reporter didn't know what uh, Prince and advertising is right. And she was three, just trying to explain three eighty before Prince and advertising. Right. So, so it's, it's a four hundred million dollar film. Now, here's the yeah. question. Now, the big question is, uh, we'll 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 start picking apart the film in a minute, I guess. Sure. But the big question is, it has to be on the minds of everybody, beyond uh, existential philosophy. Right. Is was it worth four hundred million? No. No. Okay. No. No. Because, every, yeah. Don't get me. The visuals are amazing. They're beautiful, mm-hmm. okay? It's probably one of the most visually entertaining films I've ever seen. But I just didn't care that it cost $400 million. Oh, you know what? I, I mean... I, you know what? You could have made... You could have made the visuals the same and probably have spent half the money. I will admit that was running through my head. Is like, Well, yeah, it's so realistic and it's amazingly... Wow, the computer animation is great. 
And I was thinking as far, to myself, as far as realistic goes, I didn't think it looked realistic at all. I just think it looked beautiful. Well, I mean, I, I think it looked like this. It's the smoothest, the smoothest, most uh, naturally flowing animation we've seen in a long time. Yes, it's definitely. And again, Def- they, they definite, paid for that. Extra. Well, yeah, they paid four hundred million and so I, they could have that. I would have gladly. There probably isn't one live shot in the movie. It's forty percent live, sixty percent CGI. Is That's that, the actual percentage. Yes, I looked that up. So it's That's actually the only it's, thing it I'm actually. Up. So it actually has more live shots than any of the three new George Lucas Star Wars films that he did. Well, it probably has more live locations. Well, I'm talking about, uh, I think, the statistic for all three of the episodes, one, two, and three. Yeah. They said something like 95% of it was green screen. Well, green like, screen, but it's still live actors. I'm saying that, 45, it's 40% live acting and 60% actually, CGI no, no, okay. environment. That's not what I meant. I meant okay. uh, how much of it was actually shot, you know, uh, real... You know, something that's not CGI. Originally, they were going sets to film... Fu- sets are fine. I'm talking about, like, the, the entire... The indigenous forest, and, and that that's all CGI. Originally, they were going to film on location on the island of Pandora, but, but the exchange rate was too great, and right. it would have cost them, like, $800 million. And then the, they just couldn't get to those floating mountains, so they just decided to CGI. No, we'll talk about the floating mountains in Don't a moment, worry. Yeah, no, we're going to cover the floating mountains. I mean, now, I mean, before we go into any further, uh, the predictions on this film. You, you had some box office predictions. Uh, yeah, personally, you know, $400 million movie, James Cameron and company, they're really, they're really looking for a big weekend. I mean, they, in order for them, or if I was a producer for the movie, in order for me to walk away... You wouldn't be sitting here now. Well, no, I wouldn't. <laughs> but <laughs> in order for me to walk away happy... I would absolutely not take anything less, considering it's a three-hour movie, too. So, you know, that... Give me a number. I would take nothing less than $75, 80000000 to be happy. But what I think it'll do mm-hmm. is somewhere in the $50 million range. Okay. Be 50 maybe 60 but I think it's going to be in the 50s range, and I don't think that's good enough. Now, I, I, I disagree with you a little bit. I think that okay. they've, they've, they've done so much... Gearing and advertising to children, and it's a PG thirteen. They're trying to get the kids in. That they might actually do between fifty and seventy five. That's my guess. Somewhere so you're, a only little gu- you're only guessing about fifteen million higher than yeah, you. a little higher yeah. than you. Now I'm, I'm um, being a little well, more optimistic. The, the problem is, I think because it is PG thirteen, you're not going to get a lot of parents taking kid, you know, younger kids to this. I think they're going to they're going to jump at you know the new uh, Alvin and the Chipmunks. Squeakwool was that uh, was that this weekend? No, it's next week. But I think the princess frog, princess and the frog, and the, uh, princess and the frog, uh, frog the, should get top billing. Sh- sure, I think anyway. no, I think so. Uh, they're going to go for that instead. There, you know, there, there's a lot of other f- younger family oriented films that they can go to. Which, by the way, a tip of my hat to Disney for not only bringing back the classic animation. I but, I think the same thing, but yeah. also taking uh, the, the whole. Frog and the Princess story and putting it in New Orleans. Yes. No. Uh, when they, I, does when the whole thing end with a flood? Uh, probably I, not. I, I don't think probably so. Probably not. But there is jazz music. I saw the trailer. There is uh, jazz I, I, music. Yes, there is. Yes, yes there is. But uh, no, yeah. When I saw that it was uh, like regular animation again, I was just I was I was flabbergasted because Disney swore that they were never going to do it again. But I knew I knew that they were just waiting long periods of time so that when they did it again, even though it's not original anymore because CGI is the new animation, people will go, wow. And they heard about Avatar coming out and said, well, we, we yeah. have to go old school again. Yeah. So, Avatar. Avatar, Avatar, of course, is the story of a, a crippled Marine soldier who's taken to this foreign planet to right. drive these alien 
creature well, avatars. Well, because his, his, his brother died. His brother's a scientist who dies, but he's a twin. So, Which is the exact same plot of um, Jean-Claude Van Damme. Oh. Double, what was it, double image? Double impact. Double impact. <laughs> First thing I thought when they said, like, your brother is dead. And I was like, this is the ripped off double impact. Is yeah. John Woo somewhere? No, Chewie Hark. That was Chewie Hark's American debut. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. But yeah, no, his brother dies. So because his brother had his own avatar. <laughs> They're telling him, your brother was valuable to us. Meanwhile, they got him in a cardboard box burning his co- corpse. He was a very valuable <laughs> member of our team. So we can't bury him. No, we, he, he's I understand the metaphor. Him. And of course, don't forget the whole opening of the film. Right. Oh, by the way, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Sure. Huge. This whole thing's a spoiler alert because for the most part, uh, I guess we won't give away the very ending, but... This is one of those films where after the first five minutes, you know the whole story. You know how it's going to end. You're just watching the special effects. Oh yeah, no, it's a very predictable. So film. I'm not. We're not. We're going to give away some stuff here, and it ain't the. Twi- it, it you know we're not telling you who Kaiser Sose is. Right. It's no, this like is that. it's so bla- If you're actually watching this film and enjoying it, you're probably too young to care about the ending. So don't worry about it. Yep. But anyway, the opening is you know the shot. Is, uh, I had a dream once. I was flying. Yeah, and that and then we go into my brother's dead. I'm just a dumb grunt, and now yeah, I'm, he's I'm, the scientist. I'm the grunt, but we need you because you're his twin, and you could actually take over his avatar because you you know you have everything that your brother has. So they go to this planet with these aliens, and there's a corporate uh, mogul there who wants to sacrifice human lives in order for to profit off of the planet. Is this aliens? Uh, well, Giovanni Ribisi's character was probably the best Paul Reiser impersonation I've seen I, in a James Cameron film I, I in a like, long time. This is not my locker. I mean, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I'll give you, they couldn't get Paul Reiser. What? They couldn't. Yeah, get he's him. busy. Yeah. yeah. I, no, he's not busy. <laughs> I hate to say it. Put, Paul, he, if you're watching, you weren't busy. And he, of course, right. plays the corporate goon who's, uh, who's, this whole operation right. is his, his doing. They're trying to get the locals out of the area that they live in because right. of mineral rights. I, I can't even think of a story that that would have any comparison no, to. and uh, ob- uh, unobtainium is <laughs> the name of the... Of when, when they first said it, Scott leans over to me and he goes, did they just say unobtainium? I said, you know what, I don't know. I, I, it might have been obtainium or... Uh, uh, I distinctly like, heard unobtainium. Like obtainium. <laughs> But then they say it again. It's unobtainium. It's unobtainium. Right. James. James, you had 10 years. 12. You developed... 12. Well, let's give him two years for, like, you no, know. No, For editing and stuff. You had time to develop the script. You created a whole new language for the aliens. Yeah. You gave weird names to all the creatures. How long was the board meeting where you said, let's name him a mineral? Couldn't Was something like rareite? Was that on the list? Uh, <laughs> impossible to findite? Uh, hard to getium, <laughs> hard to getium. I like that. Unobtainium, unobtainium. And I got. I mean, unless you know, we're just listening to what we wanted to hear, and it's actually not unobtainium. It's but, unobtainium. Well, we're damn pretty it. damn sure it's unobtainium. He, he said unobtainium. So I'll I'll find it someday. I'm not looking it up right now. I don't care that much. But he, even if they, it is not spelled that way, they right. they said unobtainium. Yeah, no, it, it just rolls off the tongue. Now, I'll be fair. That way. Now I'll be fair. As far as like all the weird naming in the film, that's the only one that made me laugh. <laughs> yeah. Which 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 makes it that much harder to take because again they they all these different names and speaking of names right. though by the way the the marine uh, Jake Sully. Yes. So uh, when he meets the uh, the what are they called Neferiti. 
Navi. Navi. Navi the Na- when he meets the Navi for the first time, yeah, and they yeah. ask him his name. He says, uh, "My name's Jake. Sully. Or, you know, who, who, what are you?" He's right. like, "Jake Sully." So from now on, his name is Jake Sully. That joke doesn't ever get old, does it? Nah, yeah. I can't think of how many films, or uh, even going back to Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, mm-hmm. you know, Dent Arthur Dent. It's just it, it's the oldest joke ever, yeah. and they don't even play it like a joke. That's even the worst part because they they call him Jake Sully from now on, right. but there's not even a laugh point for that. It's just like, okay, we're never call you Jake Sully. And, and and when someone asks you who you are, don't you always give them your full name? You don't say Joe Scott. Yeah, like sure, <laughs> not the full name. No, hi, my name's Joe. That so that that irritated me. Yeah, but you know you can't rip on things like that. No, you too can. Much. I really can. No, I know you can. No, you don't. Well, and I know what you're saying. And here's you know. the deal: as far I have to agree with the critics on this. Because the, the initial critic review, they were positive reviews. That's why they liked it. That's why they let it go. Right. But it, the positive reviews weren't, this is great. This is amazing. The, the reviews basically said, it's not half as bad as we thought it'd be. Right. We were expecting a stinker. This wasn't bad. I mean, no, you know what? Now, I for mean, $400 million, this wasn't bad, for me, that doesn't cut it. No, it doesn't. No, I, I agree. And even though I walked away from the film not hating it, I didn't walk away from the film thinking to myself, Wow, this was you know worth four hundred million. This was amazing. Uh, it's going to change cinema. Like those are all the things that they've been saying about this movie mm-hmm. that it's going to change cinema. Well, you know what? Maybe the three D will. Maybe it'll force other companies to do better three D. But as far as like plot goes, no, not an original plot. As far as acting goes, yeah, acting was actually not bad. It's it's not going to change no, anything. I, there was some good acting. I tell you, my favorite actor in this whole film. Oh, the Colonel. The Colonel. Yeah. Uh, it was um, Colonel Miles Quantich. Quantich? Quaritch. Quaritch. He was awesome. Man, that was played by Stephen Lang, who his entire film career has played nothing but cops, soldiers, firefighters, yep. or coaches. And and you can see why in this film. He just kicked ass. He just bleeds ass kicking. Oh, man, the scars in his face. And every, every time he walks well, in the room, the, the, one, like, the one great line he had in the film was, he goes... One great line? Every line well, he had well, was Well, I said one of the great... Oh, okay. One of the great lines he had in the film was... See these scars? Yeah, I can get that fixed, but I don't want to. I kind of like them. It, it reminds me of what's out there, and yeah. it's like, wow, that, that's a that's a badass. Well, they, they wrote him like like the drill sergeant in well with less profanity because it's PG thirteen film. Yeah. But they write him like the drill sergeant from what, Full Metal Jacket. Full Metal Jacket. Yeah. And every time he's in a this you you don't respect this jungle, it'll crap you out in two hours. <laughs> you know, <laughs> my job is to keep you men alive. I will, I will not will, succeed. I, I will not succeed. <laughs> It's just every time, and like, here, here's a problem I had with the film, and it's in general, because sometimes you watch a film and it's so cookie cutter that you want something changed. In this film, it's, it's, they go a bit too far to try to make the, the character Jake Sully because yeah. he doesn't want to be there. He's only there because they, they gave, they offered him all this, they offered to fix his legs and his brother died and he's a genetic match for the avatars, which is a dumb idea in the first place. Yeah. The rationale for them building these giant avatar creatures is ridiculous. It makes no sense. Yeah, it's corporate so that, would never go that far to, to negotiate with the. the yeah, natives. no, they, it, it's it was just so they can go in to negotiate with the right. Navi. Or, so, you know. so they get this guy who doesn't know anything about them. He goes in and he falls for their culture, and he he, he becomes part of their culture. And he describes to, and he eventually becomes one of them, and then helps them fight against the the evil Americans. Yeah. I mean, uh, human. I mean, sky people. Sky people. <laughs> they didn't want to come out and say evil humans, so they used to call them sky people. But it's evil yeah. humans, and I agree with that. 
I'm not arguing that. No, that's what we've been doing for but hundreds of years. There's that one part that they killed their planet. There was no green on their planet. They killed it. Now they come to kill our planet. And I had no problem with that. I like, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, that, oh, that's, sure. that's, this is a this is a accurate portrayal of the future. Yeah, I hope they're showing this at uh, Copenhagen. Yeah, but yeah. he's such a character. He's like he, he he's the character is created to fall for these people. He doesn't have a home. He's kind of he has no identity to himself, and he right. connects with these people. Now, just imagine if Quaritch was the guy who fell for them. Think of like Soldier with uh, with Kurt Russell. Oh yeah, can't can't you just see like? Like that guy, that guy, you know, the hardest guy of all, and he turns like, you know what? This is a raw deal for anybody. I would love to see him going to the biggest battle of his own guys. Yeah, you know what? I think instead of instead of um, um, Lucy Lou, not Lucy Lou, damn it, uh, from from uh, Lost. What's her name? Michelle Rodriguez. Oh, Michelle Rodriguez. Yeah. Uh, what, what's her name in Lost? It's it's Lucy something, isn't it? It's um, Anna Lucia. Anna Lucia. Thank you. It's a, does this chick star in any films that she doesn't? You know, like. Dying? No. No. <laughs> no. Man. Uh, I, I think... Uh, I think it's in her contract. We have to kill you. Girl Fight? The, the the boxing movie that she did. I think that... Was that Girl Fight? I think it was called Girl did Fight. Did you see Girl Fight? No. I didn't either. But I think she doesn't die You know in what? It. We, weren't, we weren't the demographic for Girl Fight. No, we no. weren't. But I don't think she dies in it. <laughs> I think she well, makes it, it through that, that one. <laughs> but I, I mean... For me, it would have been a more compelling film to have Quaritch, this like hard ass guy. Well, you know, I'll tell you just, what, who's been like fighting them for years, finally turn around and go, you know what? I'm with you guys. You know, just it would have had more of a punch to it yeah. instead of the sap was like, well, I don't belong anywhere anyway, and all of a sudden I belong with you. It's too again, the plot's so simple, it's too easy of a sell. Yeah, I think now that uh, he's in this movie, mm-hmm. you, you're going to start to see him pop up. I better in, s- in a lot more places. I better see. Oh, and speaking of him. Speaking of like the cool things in it, now there are some cool things in this film. No, no, it's not all bad. No, it, no, 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 no. It, it's not. I wouldn't even say it's a bad movie. This, it you does know have its moments of brilliance. This would have made the fingerless for me beforehand, mm-hmm. and watching it now, I have to take it back. It wasn't that bad. No, no, no. no, no. I don't think it's worth four hundred million. It and it certainly isn't worth, worth a twelve dollar movie ticket. Twelve fifty. Twelve dollar movie ticket. Twelve fifty. Twelve fifty. It was twenty five dollars for both tickets. We got the glasses. So it, it was extra money. Because of it, yeah, you got to be kidding me. Wasn't it worth it? No, no. thank you. <laughs> I thought it was eleven fifty or eleven seventy five, like yeah. when we saw uh, Saw Six. It was. They charged more because of the glasses. No, no. Back when we saw Saw, it was like eleven something. No, that's what I'm getting at. Right. That it, as I'm it saying, was that was, and this glasses. was more. Jesus. Yeah. No. Definitely. But I mean, there were some cool parts that even I liked. And one thing is, they have those big. You saw them. They're, they're, again, it's almost like we're watching Aliens again. The big. Like, yeah, well, like, I mean, it right had Marines. It had Sigourney Weaver. It had. Uh, what? Uh, what's his name from? Uh, I forget which guy. One of the guys from Aliens was up for the role of Quaritch. Oh, really? And they eventually turned it down because was it he, Michael Bean. Uh, I don't recall, but okay. they eventually they scrapped it and it's like, you know what? They'll think it's Aliens again. Like it's bad enough we have Sigourney Weaver in this, and it's like a military thing, so they had to scrap that. Plus, they had the mech stuff in there, right? And they couldn't get Paul. Paul I mean, obviously, James Paul Reiser has, probably... has a thing for. Me- he's free. He's available. Yeah, he's available. I mean, they they <laughs> they still haven't come out with uh, all of uh, Mad About You on bo- uh, DVD box sets. They're having a hard time with it because no one no one buys them, so they didn't bother. I think they stopped after season two. Yeah, I mean, so yeah. Paul Reiser? Not mad about the DVDs. It, yeah. It, Paul Reiser is available. But they got the mech suits and the machine guns. And I, again, they're carrying machine guns with them, but I don't know why they're not built into the arms. That's stupid. But at the end, there's a fight with, with the, the Quaritch in the, in the mech suit and Jake Sully in his avatar. And 
the, just out of nowhere. He just pulls, he pulls out a, a, a Bowie knife. Combat knife. And just the thought that these soldiers were, they like, all right, that they actually went through the trouble of putting a combat knife on the leg of yeah. a giant robot. I thought that was cool. Cause the, yeah, because the knife is probably, it was gigantic. Yeah, it, but, it was... but when the robot comes up with a, with a combat knife, I was like, holy crap, this is just, that's, that's cool. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Totally, I think it's, um, I think it's like one of the few old cool parts I had. Again, any 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 part I really enjoyed had Quaritch in it. Yeah, like it, the part where he, like the, he gets caught in the explosion, he walk, and his, his arms on fire. Yeah, and then while he's strapping himself in, he's like, "Oh, I'm 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 on I'm fire! On fire. Let, me, let me get that out." Well, I, you know, <laughs> the next shot when he got in the mech suit, the mech suit was the shoulder was on fire in the same spot he was on fire when he was getting into the mech. He suit. He should have been fighting his own troops. He should have been out. Uh, and and just wouldn't have been so much again. It's it's like that line from I I I, hate, I know I know I keep going back to it, no, but I, I love Soldier with Kurt Russell in it. Oh yeah, very, no, very it's, underrated. It's a very film, underrated film. But like he doesn't he speaks hardly any words in the whole film. At the end, when he's he's trying to protect these people, yep. like, what are you gonna do? I'm gonna kill them all. <laughs> just matter. I and just, they use that in the trailer too, and it just that was your and it does, and it that was a reason why you wanted to see it. And it doesn't ruin it because I was like, yeah, thank, one of the few times where like they ruined something in the film, but thank God they did. Yeah, I remember seeing that with, with Bujna in the theater. Oh. And, yeah, we just both looked at each other. But I would like, have. Wow, lo- that's pretty cool. I would have loved to have seen Quaritch and that kind of thing. It was like we we are in communion with Mother Nature and this, or or Kenya, whatever the hell the name of the. Enya? They, they worshipped Enya? What was the name of the spirit? Uh, yeah, it was cares? like Enza... I forget what it was. Enzyme. Enzyme? Um, <laughs> I would have loved to see it. Because the, the, the other guy, he becomes an avatar. I have one of you. I love to have the colonel. There's like that kind of abrasive thing. It's like, yeah, you guys can... Uh, you guys can use the bows and arrows all you want, but we're going to die if we don't do something. You know? <laughs> Just right. no. please rewrite the... Re- I think they should remake Avatar. And Quartz should be in it. He should be... Uh... Oh, and also, what's his name was in this? Uh, the guy from Drag Me to Hell. Oh, the uh, the Indian scientist in this movie, and he was the fortune oh, teller. Dilip Rao? Ra- Ra- yeah, that's it. Dr. Max Patel, yeah. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> all I can think of is drag me to hell. Yeah. <laughs> there's, a way we, there's a way we can kill the demon. We have to get into the Avatar. <laughs> I like him, though. I like him. No, I do. Like, I like him, too. He was like the best part of he was like then, a, He's uh, the only likable character in Drag Me to Hell. And then they had What's-His-Face, who was in that really terrible movie Grandma's Boy where he thought he was a robot. Uh, if he was in an awkward scene, he would just go... And let's not forget the guy from Bones. He, that's the guy. Oh, that's the same guy? That, yeah, it's that oh, I, he's, okay. his, he's in there. Uh, I don't remember his name exactly. But I don't think... I think Bones is actually a pretty good show. But about two weeks ago, they had an episode of Bones that was a 60-40... 60% TV show, 40% commercial for Avatar. Commercial for Avatar about the three lab geeks that just absolutely have to go see Avatar. I think that, and what killed it. The title of that episode, if I'm not mistaken, was Whoring for Cameron. <laughs> yeah. You can uh, see it on Hulu. The episode is on Hulu. Yes, it is. Uh, what, the thing that, you know, it wasn't even that it was a commercial too, but the thing that really put me over the top was the fact that the guy from the movie Avatar is in Bones whoring for Avatar. And and cuz he's the one that got the free passes to go see it that they then in the episode waited what 3 4 days online for mm-hmm. and people were camping out and people dressed as navy blue people lines around the blocks people camping out for weeks to get tickets to see Avatar because it's going to be such a huge hit and then of course it's 2 weeks before the film people you better get your tickets now because everybody's going to be seeing this no, exactly. and and they're showing clips of the trailer in the in the show, in the show. have you seen the sh- have you seen the trailer have you, you seen guys? the trailer or th- actually the way it was it faded into the show 
showing the trailer going, right. wow, did you see the trailer? It's, you know, it's on, it's right here. So you at home can watch the trailer too. And this is because, amazing. You know, we're not going to show it five times during Bones as well. It isn't just the wonderful special effects. I mean, this is the script. This is the dialogue for this. People complain about... Yeah. Uh, like twenty four being propaganda for uh, for the Republicans or whatever, and then right. you got this this whole episode's a basic shill for twentieth uh, century Fox. Well, well, one because Bones is on Fox. Well, yeah, that's and what I'm then twentieth century Fox made so Avatar, so it's like you know what we own everything. They're, sh- they're shilling for it, but, and, and you know, I mean the merchandise has been crazy too. I saw a commercial yesterday for the new flip camera that uh, LG camera that has a projector okay. on it. And it's like, oh, uh, oh yeah, do yeah, you see the new trailer to Avatar? Shook. <laughs> Let me show you the trailer to Avatar on my new phone. It's like, wow, is that a new phone? Yes, and that's the trailer to Avatar. Yeah. I mean, the yeah. merchandising Just been... want to let you know, this needs to be a hit. So we're going to throw it in everything. Did we mention Avatar is great. Yeah. And the, the, the merchandising is ridiculous. I mean, and only like an idiot, complete fool, like fall for any of this merchandising and get stuff like that. Really? It, it's, it's, it's disgusting. So, oh, boy. McDonald's has been doing the Avatar thing, too. Oh, boy. Got my burger. They got the toys. Um, have you seen these? Oh no! Yeah, I, ha- I haven't. You have to get the Happy Meals. And, I, I, and what is? What is see, that? I don't. Ha- I don't have a kid, so I have. To, I have to like bribe five year olds to go in and get my Happy Meals for me. This is like one of these toys. This, this is the thing day. he wrote. This is this the, is red- the th- well. This is the thing that he wrote that only five other Navi uh, have ever ridden before, ever in the history of their. Uh, you can, I'll turn it on for you. It well, turns on. It, they light up, dude. These are state of the art. Happy Meal toys. This is like back when Lord of the Rings came out and you could uh, get the mugs that glow from the bottom. I know you still have yours. Uh, I do. Oh, boy. That That is pure Happy Meal fun right there. And you can turn them off, too. Now, oh, that that reminds me of one of the major lessons you can learn. Stop playing with a toy. The major, one of the major lessons you can learn I'm from ju- the film. I'm, ju- I'm just amazed. What you know? What I took oh, away. Oh, by the way, this was completely predictable too. Um, they set this up that he would eventually ride. Well, everything's this thing, set up so far in advance. Uh, really early in the movie. Yeah, everything's so far in advance. I think the first hour. Uh, I, I learned an important lesson from this film. I, I, the lesson is not really uh, respect your environment and become one with nature, mm-hmm. because without nature you are lost. Uh, and, and it's not uh, about good versus evil. The main message I got was after your first date. Burning down your girlfriend's home and killing her father is really bad, but if you come back on a really hot ride, all's forgiven. Yeah, they they they'll totally because she because when when he when he got their house destroyed and and got everybody homeless and killed her father, she was not happy. No, she was a little pissed off. And also, all aliens As she should be. All alien uh, animals have six legs. Yeah, I mean, personally, when I saw that it had that many legs, I was just saying to myself, how do the legs in the middle help at all? Well, it looks cool. I mean, because they're not longer, so when these two come down, these are already down. Well, it, it's kind of like the back legs are already down, mm-hmm. and then the front legs when they're up. So it's like when it runs. See, no, you're you're you're, you're just you're, these legs in the middle don't get used. You're, right? over, you're overthinking it, dude. It looks cool. That's not that's not good enough. It is for them. What about the little the lizards, the the, the dizzy lizards, the ones that just spin yeah. out of control? Right, because yeah. any any creature is naturally going to evol- evolve. Into into a form where if it flies from safety for safety, right. it's going to be dizzy for half an hour afterwards. That was just ridiculous. There was a lot of but things it, that it looked cool. It it it's looked the, pretty. This movie is all about the visuals. It's all about owning the Blu-ray in three months, it, or, months. or seeing it in three D. Just because death. Oh, there's a death perception here. Oh, the, the tree's closer. To this there's there hardly any like stuff yeah. coming at the camera. The, and you know that was another thing. 
I have to question McDonald's on this. Uh, you can see on the little uh, Navi action figures. I have right. uh, I have what's her name here, uh, Natiri, mm-hmm. Nate Tyree. I forgot how they pronounced it, but you can see the batteries <laughs> in her stomach because they make them see through. Because well, the, the characters in the film aren't see through, but for some reason the, the the character toys are. It's probably cheaper because they're hollow. Well, they're not hollow. It's just a see through material. But my point is, someone somewhere during the whole creation of these toys, they. Um, they realized that w- making a clear figure would make the batteries visible in their midsection, right? And they still greenlit it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you can see the batteries in her stomach. Run with it. Who cares? <laughs> so, and she, now that up has batteries. So, what is it? She what is, lights what up is too. It, she lights up. Yeah. Oh my! Because they glow in the film. That's why they're clear. The whole film half the. Fi- That's why they're clear because so you can glow, right? Right. So it can glow better. Fifty percent of the film is a black light scene. Yeah. Yes, very much so. Yeah. Definitely, but I, I I wasn't getting these Happy Meals on Sunday or Monday, so I don't have all the toys. Uh, but I have I have these four. Does this does this gag ever get old? <laughs> Stop that! <laughs> now I feel really I feel kind of guilty because I spent most of the film looking at the CGI breasts. Yeah, trying to get a glimpse of nipples because the nipples are there. That's the thing; they got a yep. PG. But and they she wears they all wear like these ceremonial things yep. over their bodies, so. And but since the CGI, they can manipulate reality, so they don't move, and the breasts don't bounce. No, they don't no, bounce. They're, they're all A cups in this. Movie. And there's nipples, but the nipples are like permanently behind something. Mm-hmm. So there's always the promise of a nipple. Not that that's the main reason I see films, at least not these. But there's always a promise of nipple. You're breaking my toys. I'm sorry. This, this guy doesn't know how to ride shit. Well, it's, it's that's that's Nairiti, uh, by the way. So this, she, oh, this is the girl? That's the girl. You see the boobies. Oh, yeah, look at that. Right there. Nappy boobs. Yes. I got a hamburger in my happy meal, too. Oh. How come uh, she doesn't connect to the Because she's not thing? supposed to ride the horse. It's a separate toy. Oh, she's not? <laughs> Get oh. off the horse. Well, they, they they ride the horse in the movie. I Why know. wouldn't she ride the horse here? Well, if, that was, if they were supposed to ride things, then this would be scale. And this isn't. Well, this is like five times are smaller. Are you sure? I just got it. It looks good. Yeah, it's not supposed to be that way. You just forced it into that well, position. Well, you know what? It's a toy. Look what you're doing. You're, you're, you're distracting me. Stop playing with the toys. I'm not playing with the toys. You're the one. You're the one mounting the horse. Well, yeah. I mean, come on. This is not what they expect us to do. They expect us to jerk off to this shit for God knows. Hey, how hey, hey, hey! It's a PG-13 movie. Well, it's not a PG-13 podcast. Oh, it should be, but I guess we're not it's now. Not. No, I guess not. Um. One of the one of the major things too was it kept reminding us of other films. Watching the movie, yeah. Uh, all I could think of during the scene where, where they're swooping down on the birds to attack the fl- the flying ships. Enough with the damn. Would you stop? Just keep talking. I, I can't talk because you're you're killing me here. Le- I'm, I'm trying gimme, to do something gimme, here. Gimme, gimme. Anyway, but when they're flying into the airship and attacking, all the lasers are going. All I can think of is is, is Flash Gordon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> flying blind on a rocket cycle? <laughs> Where are you, Flash? I'm flying blind on a rocket cycle. Flying blind, blind on a rocket cycle? cycle? <laughs> Did I ever tell you that, that, that how many years later I finally got one of the jokes on it? No, I don't think they're, so. When they're, flying, when they're flying in on Flash Gordon and one of the birds gets shot, Nero, I think it was, right. and Flash gets in and says, Nero, are you okay? And Nero says, he winged me. <laughs> Never got it as a kid. Last year I got it. I'm watching it. I'm like, how did I miss that? 
it was a it was a shameful moment. Oh my god! And again, al- aliens is constantly popping into your mind in this film. Yeah, no, the whole a, the whole way. Through. And you know what? They, they the military leader, like right, the guy that's hired. And oh, by the way, they they make a big point of underlining the fact that these aren't soldiers; they're they are guns for hire. They're it's right. Blackwater. Mm-hmm. It's Blackwater. It's not the U.S. military because at some point. For some reason, I guess like after nine eleven and after like eight years of going to war and everything, it's it's kind of a bad idea to imply that our military would do something wrong, right? When ordered to, so it's these are these are freelancers, uh, you know, former marines, not ex marines, because there's no such thing as an ex marine. Nope. Uh, former marines. Well, my father in law says that's what they all say. Yeah. yeah. It's um. That, but they're they're guns for hire. They're mercenaries now. So when the head of the mercenaries, he's doing this shit. Okay, of course, he makes a horrible, bloody, violent end. Yeah. <laughs> but. But the the corporate scumbag who greenlit the invasion and said yes, kill them all, gets away scot free. That's Giovanni Ribisi's right. Character. That's Paul yeah. Reiser. Yeah, they yeah, they Paul send Reiser. his ass home. Like, well, you must leave now. Says, okay, how even in a fantasy film right. where the whole and again, by the way, we 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 belong to a country that has done what this film is implying. Oh yeah, we've done it before. And instead of actually trying to stop this from happening in other countries, what we do is we go to a film where this is the plot line and there's a happy outcome and we feel better about it. And then we go back to our, our stupid lives and don't do anything to try to stop these kind of atrocities in the real world. Yeah. For a, but even in a feel-better movie like this where we're trying to imply that there is justice in the world and, there is, and good does occasionally tri- triumph over evil, which of course is wrong, even though we, in a huge fantasy like this, even in a fantasy film... Where good triumphs over evil, even then the corporate guys get away with it. Yeah, uh, I, I, I mean they got shoot out of, he the, probably, out of the planet. He probably but that got was a, it. That he, was slap on a wrist. He probably got a bonus after that as well. You, you never know. Yeah, <laughs> that's my political rage on that. I, just, I, I don't know how that gets through. Even even uh, in Aliens, even in Aliens, Paul Reiser gets his head torn off by an alien. Yeah, he gets totally off, killed off screen, mind you. Yeah, but even then, even he sees justice. If if not, the corporate heads back on the planet. You got to remember, this is a different James Cameron. So even it's not a it's not though. This film is so preachy; it's not even funny. Mm-hmm. The film is beyond preachy. That film, yeah, as far as you know, the, I will. And, oh, another thing I did like though. What as preachy as the film was, Sigourney Weaver smoking in every scene. Yeah, <laughs> when she when she first gets out of her pod, what's wrong with this picture? Where's my cigarette? How come I'm not well, holding and, a cigarette? Well, what was interesting is when she. Uh, was when the pod started to open, the girl that was there in the shot, she you saw her run in the other direction as fast as she could. And I'm like, I wonder why did she do that? Because she, she, she didn't have her cigarette. she didn't have her cigarette. Right. Because then in the next shot, is what's wrong with this picture? Where's my cigarette? And then you see the same girl run back into the screen as fast as she could, giving her the cigarette. I find it bizarre that a, a PG-13 film has smoking that prominent in the film, yeah. and by a good guy too, by a good character. She's yeah. she's a good person. Well, there was that whole thing about how. Uh, the MPAA wanted to give you a direct R if you smoked in a movie. You heard about that, right? I rather if you want to ban smoking, ban the real smoking, and then and then like the fake smoking. Right, doesn't matter anymore. No, no, it's a movie. Who don't cares? don't get me started on political stuff. But you can't you no. can't avoid the political stuff. This is a very political film. It is. It's very it's much not so. it's not pro gay like Happy Feet was. <laughs> I still understand that one. But there is a lot of there's a lot in here to piss off. I'm sure, I'm guarantee if you listen to Republican talk radio tomorrow or right wing talk radio, not all Republicans are right wing, not all right wing is Republican. Yes, they are. But if you're listening to that kind of radio, if you're listening to Rush Limbaugh Monday morning, Glenn Beck, I guarantee they're going to be talking about Avatar and they're going to talk about how this film portrays corporate capitalism as a bad thing and how it implies that all humans 
you know, rape and pillage of the earth and how it's how it's so pro environment and it is. It's and very it, much so. And and also the the uh, would you th- how'd you feel about the whole aspect of the spiritualism? I didn't mind it so much, only because it is a fantasy film. But did, did, you didn't you didn't the, mind the fact that, that all the animals are plug and play? Just about yeah, everything in the film uh, they have. Um, basically, it's a long ass ponytail with these. Tendrils. But yeah, tendrils and everything in there in nature, right. basically. They, they get, everything from... They can uh, hack into animals. So what was your feelings about the whole spiritualism aspect of the film? Uh, well, I, I, with the whole animals being plug and play, so to speak. Yeah, plug and play. Well, yeah, well you know what? I, again, it was... I think, I think Jake Sully's uh, character actually mentioned something along the lines of... I hope this tree hugger shit doesn't keep going on because I don't think I can handle it. Um, he actually says that in the movie. I agree. And, you know, he has a change of heart, obviously, later on in the movie. But I I didn't hate it as much as I thought I would have. I, I kind of like the idea of, you know, you jump on one of these horse things and you kind of plug yourself in and you're, you are basically, you are one with it. You don't even have to talk to it. You just think it, and it does what you think. I don't know. I just don't think I, 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 I didn't mind See, it so much. I hated it because of that. Because the whole idea is they're trying to do that whole thing with, like, the, the Force. This is the this is Star Wars all over again. Yeah. It's the Force, but they're trying to get Mother Nature involved in it, too. So they're talking about how every living thing has a connection, but they dumb it down so much that the only way they can say... Every living human thing has a con- every living thing has a connection is to actually show a physical connection by plugging yeah, in no, I, their, I, their their ponytails to the animals tendrils well, and then the they're able thing. to con- it, it, it has like a ponytail as well so the it's, animal can think you so you can guide the animal with your thoughts it's taking the whole idea of we are all one right. and making it literal and then the whole idea of the planet and the roots of the planet and the tendrils and everything being mm-hmm. one big. Uh, they can download and upload like memories, memories and thoughts. And, and they basically souls. said that God is the internet. Yeah, yeah, no, because Scorny Weaver's character at one point actually said that they could upload and download, and she used those words. Right. And I'm just, just like you just said, it's the internet. It's the internet. It's the, spirituality in this film had been reduced to the internet. Yeah, you know what? As a movie, these aren't tendrils on there. It's, 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 these, it's these, a fantasy film. These, I, I just, I didn't, I don't think I hated it. They have much. USB ports. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, Neuromancer Gibson did that already. We don't need that in this. If yeah. you're going to do spiritualism, try to at least stay spiritual. Don't turn it into a metaphor. Out of for having a film where they're grasping the whole Mother Nature thing and Green Planet thing, but then equating spiritualism to downloading and uploading material much like people will be up downloading yeah. this film in the next two weeks probably online mm-hmm. uh, that bothered me okay i see where you're going with you know that. what else bothered yeah. me what's that They're, they live in a huge tree like keebler elf kind of size tree yeah gigantic tree this military comes in sorry blackwater comes in and knock the tree over blow away the supports of the tree the roots and whatever and the tree right. falls and that one person yells timber uh, <laughs> I'm waiting for the sergeant. Timber. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Come on. You think uh, Cameron had a line? He's like, yeah, I can't. You, you, I'm not going to cross that line. You fell a tree that big? Because when he come up, he even says, that's got to be the biggest tree I've ever seen. That's one damn big tree. Yeah. yeah. And then, then they fell the tree, and, he, and there's not even a, like a, a timber or, you know. No. 
It's all firewood now. No, that's it. That's the end of it. Who's got the marshmallows? Yeah. <laughs> Not one Keebler Elf reference. No. That bothered me. I'm sorry. Well, it did. The 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 robot. The, the mech wo- stuff, yeah. The mech robot with the with the combat knife almost makes up for it. That was a great scene. When he pulls out the knife, he's holding it, he's holding it sideways, you know, he, almost like attack style. Yeah, and he flips it. And then he flips it, and he's holding it the right way. And that was a bit, the, the animation was a bit cheap on that because they went too quick with it. They didn't, no. Yeah. They, it, it was it, like it, Robocop, Robocop 2 type animation on that one. Yeah, you spent $400 million, you know, spend, spend a few more minutes getting that right. Yeah, I, but... As a whole, it uh, wasn't a bad movie. It, it wasn't. I, I, I it wasn't even, as I, it wasn't as bad as we expected it. Right. But does that but does that make it a good film? It just doesn't make it a bad movie. I agree. It just doesn't make it a bad film. Uh, I would almost even go so far as to say that I won't say that I won't have it in my collection. I will. You know, well, because of your parents. <laughs> and only because of your parents. Uh, I, 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 I would fair to say that I might even actually own it because, you know, God knows when I get uh, you know people over and they, they see the TV or uh, the popcorn hour that I have or anything like that. Oh, wow, that's pretty... I'll probably pop that film out because visually it'll show off every piece of equipment that I have. And audio when the tree falls? Yeah. That theater was. That oh was, yeah, all the channels were, were being represented. That was like they they every ounce of sound system they had was pumped into that tree falling. Oh yeah, I was impressed. I mean, as far as the third act of the film goes, fourth act. There's like four acts of this film. Well, it's got two ending. Uh, well, not not as bad. It's not as much as like the, the Batman. A dark dark night. dark night. It's not yeah. like the Dark Knight. It's not that bad, but it it, it does feel like it has two endings again because you have the one climax after the other. Right. The, the, the second the, the second act is so long. Is what it is. It really is. But the is whole it, war, the whole, and I say third act because I just the third act the is third the war. act is the war. The war yeah. is really the third act. The thir- yeah, they rush into the third act. I thought that was all done very well, and I thought it was very entertaining. You know, you know, I, I, it bothers me is is the CGI uh, zoom. They did it in Firefly a couple times, where like they did a quick they zoom. Did it zoom, zoom. Star, they did it in Star Trek too. But it's a quick zoom, 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 and like they, they, they even they, have they, like that like momentary focus, like the camera still focusing. Right. They they. They've been doing it that they've been doing that more and more lately, mm-hmm. and 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 not that it's not it doesn't work, but you can definitely tell they're going to do it enough to the point of where you're just not going to care, right? And it's going to s- take away from the movie a little bit. Oh, and and in the beginning, when they're the soldiers are coming off of that boat, right? Three D shaky cam? No, <laughs> no, can't, don't do it. Yeah, and it was worse because it was in 3D. That's what I'm saying. Is yeah. a 3D shaky cam is bad enough when you 3D shaky cam? It's like I get the idea. Please stop. They're, <laughs> the, they're, we're we're in the the guys moving. We get it. Yeah. No. And when he's coming out uh, of of the ship and they're like, ah, you know, move it, you know, sunshine or whatever. And he's in a wheelchair. It just shows how badass the Marines are. That even if you're in a wheelchair, watch where you're going, hot rod. Yeah. It's like even if you're in a wheelchair, you're gonna get berated just like if you weren't in a wheelchair. It's like they mean business. Who's meals on wheels? <laughs> It's just ay ay ay, but I think I'd wrap it up and say, not as bad as it could have been. And if if you really like special effects, you, you'll enjoy oh, watching yeah. it. But you're, you're gonna love this. And I, we didn't hate it, but no, I, I definitely I, didn't hate it. But I, but I really I, I could have I don't I wouldn't have felt bad if I hadn't seen it. I didn't walk out of the theater like oh you you, you know see this and that and it was, well you know I walked out of the theater like yep that was three hours yeah. 
Yeah, and and, yeah. and the sergeant really should have had his own movie. Really, and see if you see it for anything, for just see it for the, that guy. Oh yeah, he's awesome. Just see it for, and just think to yourself, he should have been the hero. He should have been the hero, and he should have just been in it more too. Right. Well, I I think we should wrap it up. All right. This is our this is our Avatar exclusive movie sucktastic review. That's right. Uh, we're going to wrap this up, and we're going to do a regular podcast shortly. We'll be announcing the winners of our free Monster Rally contest from Facebook. That's right. And a bunch of other stuff. Yeah, no, that's going to be a great episode because we're going to do the winner for the book. We're going to do the remakes list. Right. We are going to do our movie challenges. And uh, we are also going to do uh, the movies that you know we've seen as well. Right. And so. This- so so from Joey and Scott of Movie Sucktastic, just remember, I see you. I see you. And I see you. And you, and you, and you. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Feliz Navidad, Happy Amalaguena. Happy Kwanzaa. Good night. Take it easy. <laughs>